Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Miles Fan. And we are your fuck buddies. So, I think you know how this has to start. With our apology. Yeah. It's been a year since we uploaded an episode. I'm so sorry. Things got in the way. Um, we never thought we'd get back to it, but uh, we managed to take some time and, uh, you know, see the world, travel. We became friends again. Um, so a year later, you're getting your next episode. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to tell. Uh, listen to the episodes, but, like, the stress of it all caused some tension between Nile and I, so we just needed to take a break. Yeah, just the repeated sharp clangs in our ear as we cheersed every week, it, it, it drove us apart. Um, but we've recentered ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're back. Literally, we just recentered the table. Yep, it is squarely between our legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we are again. So, actually, I guess the real way we should start off is uh, let us know what's new. We promised some changes in the new year. So, uh, how have we changed the podcast, Dane? Um, well, it, we've re- we've painted the closet. We made it bigger, like we said last. We did. Yeah. Um, um, I've got myself a hilarious. Don't fucking do it. Um. DJ soundboard, oh, so God. you can expect things like <laughs> fart noises. I've got some, uh, I've got, uh, ooh, sad trombone. Yep, so... Is that uh, sad or just fucking spastic? Expect some of those things um, throughout cool. the podcast. I'm just so happy that that's a thing now. <sighs> I'm so glad I have alcohol in my hand. Yeah. My... Oh. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) 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 I almost just choked, you fucker. (laughs) There There was two options. It was spray whiskey across you and this microphone. Or choke to death, and oh, uh, <laughs> you're the fucking worst. Oh, Give me your phone. You don't no, get no, it. That soundboard's already paid off. Oh god, I'm done. I'm oh, out. Oh fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I was gonna say uh, that my New Year's resolution is to not hold on to my glass for the entire podcast, so that I'm not constantly jangling my mm-hmm. ice around. But I think my new Resolution is to delete and burn your phone. No, I'm gonna use this soundboard, and I'm just gonna let it choose the sounds that it wants to play. Is there a random because, button? No, I just I don't know how that happened. I guess I accidentally hit it with my thumb or something. Did you just but, fart? Is that the real thing? That oh happened? man, because this closet be, is pretty small. <laughs> I will tell you, I ate a lot of chili today. I ate a lot of poke balls today. Oh god, it was fucking great. It was so good. It felt so. <laughs> Stop. I'm not. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to this shambles of a thing we yeah. call a podcast. We're now just like... What, was our fucking resolution Howard, to get worse yeah. this year? We're now just like budget Howard Stern. Yeah. I don't know. I assume he does sound effects or did sound effects. <laughs> no, we're budget fuck buddies. Yeah. Which is the lesser version of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, how was your New Year's? It was really lovely. Cool. I had a really good time. Uh had some people over some board games. I uh, I made a, a nice charcuterie board. I had made some candied jalapenos uh, four weeks ago, so I've been waiting to crack them open, which I did, and they were fucking delightful. I did eat most of them because I'm a pig, but whatever. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Pretty chill. You know. How about you? 
How was uh, yours? I know I knew you worked, which sucks. I did work. Um not to brag, but I bartended Sean Mendez's private New Year's Eve party. Ooh, I don't know who the fuck that is. I only know it because one of our best friends stunt doubled with him in one of his music videos, and that's literally the only reason why I know that. Okay. What music video? I don't know. One of the oh, ones. Okay. He, like, gets stoned through a wall or something. That sounds fun. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I did that. It was okay. It was goddamn chaos, and but I made money. So hey, that's uh, gotta get them dollar bills. I'm on that grind. Did we settle for grind team? Uh, I don't. I don't know if we should. I feel like we're uh, yeah, ripping off. That's true. Like we real do, hard. We do try to stay like so as hard. far away from the yeah. McElroys as possible. So it's just gonna be 2019, the year of good sex. Yeah, and good relationships. Year the sex tiger. Ooh, what year is it? I is don't it? know. Let's. Well, this is the longest we've not answered questions for. Yeah. Um, let me get off that screen. <laughs> Do you better fucking... Uh, no, because if it's a horse, and you're going to have the horse soundboard, and that's all it's going to be. I w- I don't think there's a horse sound effect. Chinese Zodiac 2019. What are we at? You're the rat. It is. Ooh, is it something sex like you're the ram? <laughs> Fuck you so much. Does it ever end? Pig. Year of the Pig. You are a fucking pig. Get out. So, Year of the Pig. Get porkin'. Yeah. Bring home the bacon. Yeah, do it piggy style. Ooh. Uh, yeah, let's fucking ask a question. That's right, why we're it. here, I think. I've forgotten. It's been a year. I know. Also, thank you for listening to the New Year's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And we love the feedback. And thank you for the questions, because I got a bunch of questions today. So when this one comes from Reddit, user collegeguy7u. Okay. I'm 23. Meeting up with a 52-year-old female married MILF for drinks and probably more. But, husband doesn't know. She said her husband is gone half the year halfway across the country, and her sexual needs aren't anywhere close to being met. I always veer from married women, but this woman is drop-dead sexy. Bad idea on my part? Yeah? Yep. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. That's... that's mm-hmm. there's, there's a bunch of reasons why I think this is a bad idea. First, like... Non-monogamous relationships are fucking awesome and great. Like, if he was down and, you know, the wife had full agency to oh, yeah. That's explore a totally different extramarital thing, things, like, great, go for it. Who cares? But, like, cheating on your partner is one of the shittiest things you could do. And, yeah. like, being complicit and, like, knowing that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if the dude's gone half the year, I'm not entirely convinced he's not in the mob. Yeah, or like, like what does he of, do? Yeah, like, like why is he not there? You're going to be sleeping with some fishes as well as a 56-year-old hot bilf. Yeah. Probably not in that order. No. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, Maybe this is into. like some weird kink thing where Ooh, she's she an aquarium he, owner. He, like, the husband kills this young... Dashing 23-year-old, yeah. probably very tall, very thin kid. Yeah, and that's then, what I see in my head. Yeah, and then and then she has sex with the dead body. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. If oh, if that's what's happening, that's cool. Yeah, that's totally okay. Yeah, no, I always think like put yourself in their shoes, like you know, both people's shoes, and like you wouldn't want that in your relationship. So don't do that to somebody else's yeah, relationship. If you had you know a girlfriend, I mean? and some fifty-two-year-old dude, like if her professor starts fucking her, yeah. you're gonna be pissed. Yeah, and like also, do they have like kids? 
Yeah. You do they have no... a whole family? Like, Yeah, if she's lying to her husband, there's a 100% like chance that she's probably also not telling you the full truth. Yeah, like, I Also, don't like, know. you don't even know if he's gone half the... She might just be in, like, you know, playing the sad violin. Yeah, that's fair. Because that gives you a lot more, like... It's a lot less sketchy to be like, yo, he's gone six months, as opposed to, like, he's gone tomorrow. Are you looking for a fucking sound right now? Because I will kill you. I was looking for... Oh. This PSA is brought to you by 52-year-old Husbands Anonymous. Every half a year, one of our wives meets with a tall, skinny 23-year-old man. It tears family apart. It tears love apart. It tears lives apart. <laughs> Um, yeah, don't, don't cheat on your partners and don't be complicit in cheating on partners. Yeah. Like it's, it's not worth it. You can go sleep with somebody else. I'm sure they're not the only person left alive. And like, yeah, just like, there's no way this ends well. No, it's not going to end well for, for anybody. Anyone. Like, and I'm pretty sure like getting fucked once is not really worth all that shit. Yeah. Especially like, when you could just go get sex elsewhere. It's such bad karma. How'd like, you meet this person? That's what I want to know. Mm, that's true too. I want to know like the background. Like I, I can almost guarantee you it's probably like online dating. Probably. Maybe it's a saucy teacher. Maybe it's a saucy hairdresser. I don't know. Man, I think that's, I think that's a fantasy of mine. Really? Yeah. Like a hairdresser or I did actually ask at a hairdresser and then I proceeded to never go back to that place because she said no. I was asked out by a hairdresser multiple <clears throat> times. Uh, he wanted me to come hang out in his pool every single time I went there and like, he would literally, like, ignore people in the queue and just, like, bring me and sit me down and be like, you want to come hang out my pool later? And I was like, no, 60-year-old man, I do not. And he never stopped. And uh, then once I sat down at some other chair and he got so angry. Yeah, no, the one I that asked was her was, she's a real babe. Yeah, that's but, fair. Uh, but I was, like, I was really young. Like, I, I think I was 19 when I did it. So that's fair. I probably did not go about it the right way. Well, she was probably working at the time, so nope. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't even... I don't remember. Yeah. It was... That was almost... That was 10 years ago. That's weird. No, it's not. That's not how time works. What? Because, like, I would... You know what I mean? I would have to be... I would be 29 if it was 10 years ago. If I was 19. I'm just thinking it's 2019. And then... So it's more? It's more than 10 years. Yeah, that's what I thought. I like how you were like, oh, no, that's not how time works. If you were relieved, it's worse. No, it's better. No, you're older. Yeah. So it's like 11 years. 12 years. It's even worse. Why is it worse? Because, <laughs> I don't know, it's more time. You sounded like shocked that it was 10 years ago. Oh, no. So now it's like 12. No, I'm glad that I'm, I was younger. Oh, you know okay. I mean? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're knocking it out of the park already. I know. But yeah, um, just just be, don't be a dick. Like, you can go have sex somewhere else and not maybe ruin someone's family or get the shit kicked out of you or get stabbed. Like... You don't know when he's coming home. Like, if I came home and someone was in bed with my wife, I'd probably be pretty pissed. Yeah. Also, just like, like, just, it's empathy, man. Like, also, are you from America? Because you will get shot. Yeah. Are you from Ireland? You'll get bottled. Like, come on. No. 2019, year of empathy. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Just care about people. Yeah, just have sex somewhere else. You, you'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Another right. question? Yeah, hit me with one. All right. I mean, I'm already feeling my resolution because I'm holding my glass right now. <laughs> I know. What? Like, why do you do it? Like, for for reference, by the time we finish, like, recording, 
Dane's glass is completely empty, I still have a giant ice cube in mine. That's how often he holds his glass. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, pick one, two, or three. Three. All right. Uh, this is a listener-submitted question. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Agent Virgil. Uh, and they basically say that they're worried about the age difference. They're 27. She's 21. They're only interested in sex, but they feel irresponsible. And they want to know what we think about that age gap. Man, that ain't nothing. Yeah. I mean, even if you guys were, like, looking to... Well, I mean, starting a relationship is different depending on, like, your relationship goals. Like, if you want to start a family, like, 21... It, I mean, it's, it's only not, six it's years, not, right? It's, it's, not, it's just, like, you know. it's one of those things where, like... um. You know, you you might not be ready to start a family by the time they are. Yeah, that like, kind of but thing. but those are all different questions. And like, if you're only interested in sex, I think the important part to me of this question is like why they feel irresponsible. I think that's the red flag. Yeah, if both of them feel, like, it'd be one thing if. Do you know who's older? Is the guy older? The guy's older. Yeah. Um, it would be one thing if the guy felt irresponsible because he felt like he was taking advantage of a younger woman. Well, I, he is the one who feels irresponsible. Okay, um, and like I understand that, but like. She's an adult. Yeah. She's and like by twenty one, like you're consenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing: is like there's there's two factors I can see this being uh, an issue. One, uh, you are taking advantage of her, and you know, mm-hmm. or or like there's there's a part of you that feels like you're being manipulative, and that's like your inner voice guilt being like, maybe this isn't on the level, which yeah. I hope isn't the case. Or two, um, society has ingrained it in you that like you are too old for her Mm -hmm. um for whatever like metric you're measuring that by and because of that you feel guilty Mm. or what kind of sprang to my mind was that like you haven't been clear enough about only wanting sex or you think that she wants more and like for me like i think if you're open like the age gap isn't weird if you're literally like hey i'm only really interested in sex is that cool and she's like yeah then I don't see the issue. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, by the question, the way it was asked, it, it seemed like that was that parameter had already been set. If it hadn't been set, then... All I know is that he says that's what he wants. Oh, yeah, man. They didn't then tell me whether or not they had discussed it or... need to yeah. put those guidelines down and be yeah. like, I'm not looking for anything the... else. Yeah. Um, but, like, again, that's great because, like, that's how I met my girlfriend. Like, oh, yeah. well, we I... started our relationship very strictly. Like, she just got in a relationship. I was still pretty mm-hmm. messed up. And we were just like, we're into each other. Our, the sex is good. Yeah. Let's just, like, let's just fuck it's, and hang out. It's one then... of the best situations because it's just, like, pure. Yeah. You know? Like, if you both know what you're looking for and you can actually, like, kick back and enjoy it, like, it is the best. Yeah. I feel like all the best relationships start that way. Or all the best situations are that way. Like, even if it doesn't progress to anything, like, it is a pure good thing when you guys are just like legitimately having a lot of fun on a lot of sexy times and you're both on the same page yeah it's if, the best if that if you haven't had that discussion have that discussion and be like hey super into you but i'm not looking for anything yeah. else i want this to just be sex mm-hmm. if she's like great i'm down let's do it mm-hmm. also set the i and here's something i learned from when i was doing this was um be like hey when things change tell me yeah because a lot of people uh, end up 
holding, holding that back it in because and they, then they don't want to reveal or change things. Yeah. But then like it just gets super it fucking everything. shitty yeah. because they're starting to feel jealous or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And the longer they withhold that, the more bitter and shitty they get or the whole situation gets. And yeah. then there's the inevitable explosion. Yeah. So like... And also on your side, if change, things change for you, you have to also oh, tell for sure. Them. Yeah. On both sides. It's like, it's one of those things where it's just like, hey, let's... Let's keep each other updated. And yeah. Like, and if, even if it's something as simple as being like, I saw you on Instagram with another girl and that kind of made me a little jealous and here's why. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that open conversation, especially when you're in like a, just a strictly uh, non-monogamous sexual relationship is super healthy because then you can address those issues. Yeah. Um, and you learn so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. You learn so much about like what's important to you. Yeah. And why and you might- feel the way you feel because- you don't like because you're not allowed to feel those ways technically because you're in an like a situation where you're allowed to see other people. So if you feel jealous, like there's a reason for that as opposed to like if you're like in a committed relationship, then they've broken the rules or they've whatever, yeah. like depending on the situation. But like it's it is kind of like refreshing to be in a situation where you're feeling a thing, but like you can't be like, well, what the fuck? Because you don't really have the right. Yeah. So you can sit back and examine that and hopefully move on and learn from why you're feeling those things because the less jealous and possessive you become, the better you're going to be at all relationships. Yeah, even if it's not pertinent to, like, that relationship, mm-hmm. it will be helpful later on down the line oh, yeah. when you are in a committed relationship. Uh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Your soundboard has really weird sounds on it. I know, that's the one that sounds like my phone falling. Is it good? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um. Yeah, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be important later on when you can be like, I'm jealous... But I don't have to be like I, you yeah. know, me my my knee jerk reaction here is to be jealous. But because I've dealt with this earlier in a sort of like a little more stress free environment, I know how to process this, and I know that like just because you're taking a picture of a female coworker and yourself, mm-hmm. you could just be hanging out, and you probably just are hanging out because we are together, and I trust you. Yeah. Um, or if you're not like exclusive, then they're allowed to do that. You're yeah. not allowed to be annoyed. Yeah. So you still need to move on, and honestly, the better you are dealing with that the better you will be. Yeah. So I would say take a second and like examine your relationship. And if you feel like you're being manipulative uh, and that's the reason why you're feeling guilty, uh, stop Mm -hmm. or address it. Yeah. Um, Like be open with them. And if they're still down, like then don't feel bad about it. Like even like, I don't know if you're still, age is is such a non-issue. It's yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, like, legal consent and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But once you, like, are past a certain, like, once you're past 20. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. No, especially we just when had it's, a like, question I, about a 23-year-old and a 56-year-old. Yeah. Like, it, it's, what, like, six-year age cap? That's, yeah, it's nothing. That's fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, and, like, you could have a super mature 21-year-old and a super immature 27-year-old or the opposite, which might be also a reason for, yeah, you know. Um, And the other thing is, like... Hopefully, I mean, listening to this podcast and, and, you know, asking questions and, and, you know, you seem to have some sort of like sexual intelligence. Um, You can sort of like help shape someone's sexual experience and and like put them on a good path. Because, I mean, like I benefited greatly from my first couple sexual partners were very uh, sexually intelligent and very open and very like, here's here's our relationship and this is what we are. Yeah. Um, And it. That's the thing. Sort you, of like you learn set the from tone from my you learn from people, right? Yeah. And it's it's always nice when you come out of a like, whether it's a fuck buddy situation or like a dating or like a one night stand or anything. And like when you come out of that positively and like 
you guys are still on positive terms and you can always look back and be like, ah, oh, that was a really nice thing. That's fucking awesome. So I guess just got to be clear with them. And if you're worried, they're not a hundred percent on the up and up. Like if you think they're just agreeing, like, you know, if you've talked to them and you've been open and they've agreed, like just take them at their word because everybody should give their, you know, yeah, they should be honest about these things. And like, if they're not, that's kind of a damn problem. You know what I mean? Unless you have like massive amounts of reason it could just yeah. be you worrying right but i mean yeah this is the thing it's like if you if your like alarms are going off listen to those as well and be like yeah but meet okay. them in the middle like yeah. make sure you're not like panicking or overthinking it just because because like i think we've all done that and oh for sure also don't just ignore massive signs either and just go have some awesome sex yeah yeah and then like yeah if you feel like it's not working out just call it off yeah but i mean yeah like i when i was sort of, like, on the upward swing of, like, my shitty period. Um, I slept with, like, a a girl who was... What do you let? Do you need... Really funny phrasing. You know what else is the funny phrasing? Speaking of shitty periods. Uh, um, yeah, I was, I was sleeping with a, a woman who was I, probably, like, five or six years older than me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was great. Yeah. It was, it was so nice to be with someone who wasn't like tied up in their own bullshit yep. like she kind of had her own shit together and yeah and you know mean like had a good head on her shoulder so like yeah like, i hope be like, sick you, for her she's probably could, sick of like 20 year old dudes and yeah. 21 year old guys so you like could, you could be that beacon of hope who's like they catch that together. beautiful glimpse of the future and then later on they'll like be like hey i remember how that person acted i'm yeah. gonna be like that in my next thing yeah yeah set forth make a good example yeah you've got a you've got a really good opportunity here to you only got one, one have, shot do not miss your chance to blow, blow. Uh, like orgasm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would take this as a, as a chance to sort of like be open, teach good habits, um, have great sex and just have a good time. See what happens. Don't, don't block yourself off from opportunity. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to end it. Either one of you, if the situation doesn't match what you want or need, because again, there's a million people out there. And again, if it's a straight up age thing, like, fuck it. Don't worry about it. No, your age is fine. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Keeps opening to the soundboard. Fuck that. Um, well, speaking of ending it. Oh, no. This is a... Um, Please don't. Yep. <laughs> no, no. You and I. We oh. we just broke up. We're back together now. It's true. It's been a year. It's been a tough year. Um, this comes from a uh, listener. And her name, or she wanted to be called, Agent Pineapple. And I don't know why. You don't get to choose. Your agent breadboard. <laughs> no. After this question, I think you, I think you'll agree she gets to choose. Okay. Um, I like to put pineapples up my butt. How do you get over a breakup? My relationship of over four, or yeah, my relationship of over four years just imploded when I found out that my boyfriend was cheating on me. I want to stop thinking him. about it. Yeah, right. But don't, but don't fuck him. Um, I want to stop thinking about it and move on. But it's just so hard to not look him up on, or them up on Instagram and Facebook. And every time I do, I feel sick and worthless. Well, the only worthless people are the cheating people in this situation, so fuck him, but don't fuck him. Okay, everybody gets over relationships differently, so that's important. So you kind of hopefully have an idea what you're at, but maybe you don't. And I think, like, the most important thing is to, like, take a breath and, like, slow down and Mm -hmm. do good things. Because it's very easy to want to jump out and run and go and party and be free and drink a lot because alcohol a lot of people turn to it and 
it's very tempting. It's not necessarily healthy because when you're not in a good mindset and you get drunk, you're usually not a great drunk. And when you're miserable and hungover and you have the fear, you're probably not going to be a very good mindset, which is going to make things worse the next day. If, on the other hand, you like take a bit of time and you go jogging and you like read a book and you drink some tea and you cook and you like reconnect with your friends because there's always going to be time spent with your partner that you weren't spending as much with your friends and like surround yourself with the things you love the people you love and like make sure you're good you know that's not to say you shouldn't get out there and start dating because for some people that's fucking great like i definitely like to get out there pretty quickly after a breakup and i think it works very well i know people who don't for a while and that works really well for them so do what you feel you need to like don't run out there and start hooking up with people because you feel you have to because if you don't want to that's gonna suck but also don't feel like you need to take all this time because if you don't want to that's gonna suck so be very aware of what your needs are and don't worry about how other people the irony of me telling you (laughs) what to do is to not worry about what people are telling you to do but uh, I, do, I do feel like self-care is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, try, stay away from... Yeah, fucking block them on Instagram and Facebook because they cheated on you. So fuck it. Yeah, I mean, if you can't uh, stop yourself from doing it, like I, I have pretty good self-restraint with that kind of mm-hmm. shit. Like I'm, I still have all my exes on Facebook. And granted, like I patched up um, like my my furthest, my, my oldest... Yeah, yeah. Um, like we came to like a civil, um, you know, understanding and stuff. Nice. Jesus. Um, but like even even my last relationship, where like I haven't really talked to her since we broke up. But like I still run Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. Just because I don't know. I I felt like I was like I'm not gonna be that petty person who deletes you. Yeah, but um, if it ends really badly, like I don't think you have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, no, for sure. And like if you if you need to do that to like get your mind right, mm-hmm. do it. Fuck also, it. like I think it's pretty much standard practice. Like, I don't think you're weird for doing it. I think oh, it's, yeah, no. it's more, like, it's rarer that people don't. Yeah. And, like, either way is fine. If you want to keep them, that's cool. But, like, if you feel shitty and worthless looking at their page, just, like, get rid of it. Yeah. And know? there's nothing worse than being, like, like trying to get over a breakup because Facebook has the uncanny yeah. ability to be, hey, like... Hey, remember this happy time last year you don't have anymore? It's not even that. It's just, like, this person just checked in with this girl. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, it, it will always pop up at the worst fucking mm-hmm. time because that's just Facebook's, yeah. you know, weird kink. But also remember two things about Instagram and Facebook is, one, everyone's lying about how happy they are it's constantly. Curated. But secondly, when you're out of a relationship and you're miserable and things didn't end well with someone, a lot of people are very specifically being like, hey, look, I'm with this girl. Yeah. Like, look, look at this girl. Look, look at this place I'm at. Like, not only are they generally performative, but they're specifically tailored to probably make you feel like shit. Yeah. Or to at least make them look really good, which makes you feel like shit. Yeah. So, like, just remember those things, you know? When it looks like he's having the time of his life with whoever, maybe they're not even hooking up. Maybe it's just a friend. Maybe someone at a bar and he pulled out his phone. I literally know a girl who went and did that. She went out night out, found all these super hot guys and took pictures with them. Most of them were like, who are you? What has happened? And then they just do that automatic smile when the camera comes out. I start posting up all these stories about, I'm like, what do you, you didn't even like talk to any of these guys. She's like, yeah, but they're hot. I was like, okay. Cool. So I'm sure whoever the guy that was angled towards was like, God damn it. Yeah. But like, she just ran around trying to be, I don't know, trying to take pictures of dudes and that was it. Yeah. Um, back on your point of like doing what's good for you. Um, don't, don't go and fuck people as a way to get back at him. Yeah. Um, because if you're, if you're fucking, if you want to fuck, 
go for mm-hmm. it. Like if you if you need to sort of like just get it out of your system, great, go for it. But like don't do it as a way to like punish him or yeah. get back at him or like justify to yourself that you're, you know, still fuckable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like well, that's like, when that's when things get real fucking toxic, and like that's the kind of hole that I kind of fell down. Yeah. Well, um, that was I think like what I was saying with the like don't do what you don't want to do. Yeah. Like you feel like you have to, you feel like you should. Like, and it, it's a hard call to ignore mm-hmm. because you know you, you have something. But the thing is, they're not there. They don't know. You're not proving anything to anybody. You're just doing a thing you don't want to do. You're hopping in bed with this guy you're probably not going to enjoy, and then you're going to feel like shit, and that's going to deepen the hole that you're in, right? Exactly. Again, unless you want to, which in which case, fucking, yeah, great. It's awesome. Yeah, go for it. And it it is a great way to get over people, but only if it's coming from a good place. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Um, And, like, what got me out of my, like, post-breakout funk was, like you said, like, I I just got really good friends. Um, I felt... And it's very easy to feel very alone and very, like, rejected and stuff. Um, But once you sort of, like, you know, splash some cold water on your face and take a look around and and realize that you do have some really good friends who are actually out there, like, supporting you and you're just too busy, like, wallowing in Mm self-pity to sort of see that. Once you kind of, like, open up to that and let them in. Because, like, the first thing anyone does when they get hurt is put up barriers and walls and, and shield themselves. You know what I mean? It's rare that people get hurt and, like open up allow allow themselves to be more vulnerable to Mm -hmm. let people in you know what I mean because like um but fuck I mean it changed my life like it's how I became friends with you it's how I became friends with like I I had same with me actually because at the time I'd just gone through a fucking horrific breakup as well right so um and it was like it was it was one of those things where I I found love uh in in like camaraderie in a hopeless place um (laughs) In like camaraderie and friendship and like that is that is when I loved again after romantic and mm-hmm. like and you know what I mean like that kind of love where it was like um, and through that I like I fell off myself again I, I was the most me version of me that I've been since then you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I, I sort of like I really do believe that every breakup you go through you find out who you are a little yeah. bit more as, as shitty as that sounds insinuating that like you're not yourself in a relationship. Well, no, it's but like, like you, any bad thing that happens to you, you yeah. learn a bit more about yourself, right? You or, find... or anything in general, obviously. But like, I feel like you have this big part of your life torn away and you need to build, you need to fix, you need to put something there, right? And you can fill it with alcohol and wallowing and, you know, copious amounts of Netflix. And, you know, in moderation, those three things can be fine. But like, you do need to fill that gap. And it's your choice whether you fill it with bad things or good things. And you can be like, reach out to your friends. You can like build your, I think you need to take that time to build yourself and like, look at the positives. You now have a lot more time than you previously had. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And like people don't often have a lot of time. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like getting a surprise week off work and you can be like, oh, cool. What am I going to do? You have extra time. Like go join a club, like go start a hobby. You know what I mean? Go climbing, go knitting, go like surfboarding, like whatever you've wanted to do, like take it as a moment to like build yourself, work on yourself and like do a thing you've wanted to do. Maybe go fucking travel, right? Yeah. Maybe you always want to travel, but he never did or you never had time or whatever. Like take it as a, like an opportunity to do something positive and not an opportunity to just be miserable. Yeah. And, and let people like, let people in. 
Yeah. And, and like, that's like, that's the thing that I really want to stress. Cause like, that is what saved my life, um, was, uh, learning to sort of like put my walls down and like, I was still very guarded. Like when I started dating my girlfriend, uh, when we first started, I was a hundred percent had walls up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was able to sort of like break those down with the help mm-hmm. of my friends. You know what I mean? It was like, um, I had my walls up around me and my friends and my friends were then like giving me the sledgehammer from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when you had your walls up, you were still like a very kind and loving individual to like, you you know, the person you were seeing, like it was a very yeah. healthy, like, that's the thing. I'm just saying like a lot of people, this is a total side point. Just a lot of people, when they put their walls up, they are terrible to people. They feel like they can't be nice at all. They feel mm-hmm. like they, any kind of affection or any whatever. And it's like, that's for me, the worst thing to see is yeah. that like, you've let a relationship affect you. And now it's like, even any kind of kind concession to someone is like you, something you can't do. And like, that's awful. Yeah, if you if you're gonna start new relationships, whether they're romantic or sexual or platonic friendships, mm-hmm. um, if you're gonna keep people at arm's reach, don't bother. No, it's you know what I mean. Like, enough. take take the time to sort out your own shit and and you know figure out what you need to do to get in a good place, um, because it's it's unfair to yourself and to the other people yeah. if you're if you're just gonna sort of be like. Yeah, I'll let you in, but like, kind of. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you can be on my property, but I'm not opening the door for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if if you're not willing to open the door, don't start a new relationship of any sort. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. Like, it's safer to let your friends in than it is to like let a new romantic or sexual mm-hmm. partner in. So baby steps. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, like Pitbull says, turn negative to a positive. Is that a Pitbull thing? think so okay mr worldwide yeah all right next question yeah what do you say to a guy who asks who locks eyes with you and asks if he's too small mid fuck or says sorry i think i'm too small mid fuck hmm just stops looks you in the eye i think i'm too small yeah i mean i was gonna say like maybe it's a position thing and like we'll get to that is this a listener question Oh yeah, sorry. This is by agent. Please don't name me. Because <laughs> um, like, it's one thing if like you know, not everyone's huge, and if if you're with a girl who's got like a giant ass, like and doggy style, like sometimes or like you know, uh, on the side, I don't know what that's called, but um, like spoon position, like mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't work, um, and that's okay. Yeah. But like, if you're a missionary and you're just like going to town, and then you. You've well, decided, like, mid-fuck, let, you've let's just Let's just decided. say, there's a time and a place. And for any guys listening, that is neither. Yeah. That's, that's just like, no. Like, I mean, we get it. Everyone feels that way at some point. Yeah. For a reason or without. But again, like, I could, I could get it, like, if it was, if it was, like, you try a position, you're like, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't like, I'm, t-, you know what I mean? Like, just in heat of the moment, you're it, not thinking. But that's not what happened. No. Yeah. It wasn't like they were trying something. He was like, oh, look, honestly, I don't think it'll work. That's a different situation, yeah. right? He literally was midway through... Do we know what position? We'll, we'll get to that. But it's so important. It, it isn't in a sense, because she asked the general question was, what do you do when someone does that? Which could happen at any point. Yeah. And I think there's nothing you can really do apart from be like, no, you're fine. But you can't be like, yup. Yeah. Because that, that's... Whoa. Um, um, also, I just think in general, that's whatever. I think that is a prime time to... Mi- I don't know. It's It's not a good time for anything. But it is maybe a jumping off point to fixing, like, if something isn't working, because, okay, I'll get on to the more details. The second that I was told that I was in company and someone, of course, went, well, was it? 
And her answer was that, like, that wasn't... Like, she didn't say yes or no, but she did say that there was a different problem. And that problem was that he would, while fucking, he would just insert himself fully into her and then gyrate. He wouldn't thrust. He would just, like, stir her like she was hot soup and he was a cold spoon. And that was it. Um, no in and out, just You know why? That. Cause because. It's, he once heard the, it's the motion of the ocean. No. Fucking saying. Um, there is, fuck, I don't. One, there's a movie um, where the main character has a micro penis, and that's what the wife is always telling him to do. Oh, no. Um, so, like, you might have seen that. Mm-hmm. And two, it's it's a pretty common thing where, like, um, I've seen it all the time on the fucking sex subreddit. on and, and, like, people are just like, I think I'm too small. And people will always be like, oh, don't don't focus on, like, insert, like, penetration, like, uh, like in and out sort of motion. It's, like... It's the vaginal walls that have sensations, so like, just try to stimulate those. So I think it's I think it's just bad advice. Oh, because she was just like she she would just be like, well, I don't feel anything, and this is super awkward and weird, yeah. and that would be his go to move. I think it's just I think someone gave him bad advice, and yeah. he was using the tools that were in his toolbox. Maybe like, I think a bit of hip movement, sure. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it should be just hip movement. You're yeah. not a spoon. She's not hot soup. Yeah. Like, yeah, so she, like, and I think either he was very insecure and maybe that's where he got his advice. That actually kind of adds up. Yeah. But I'm guessing that he could sense that things weren't going very well and his, like, reason, like, he was like, oh, it's because I'm not that big. At which point she was saying, like, that if he had just been, like, you know, thrusting a little bit and, like, doing that, that it wouldn't have been an issue. Um, And I guess, yeah, like, it's a shitty time for it, but you could at that point then be like, no, uh, however, like, this isn't really working for me. Can you try this? And I do think from the girl's point of view, it's an easier way to be like, not you should do this or you're doing this wrong, but just be like, hey, I like. Because then it makes it about you, not about them. Yeah. So if you're like, I would like this or I just like this, you know what I mean? It'll take it away from like him fucking up or him not doing the right thing and it'll make it more like it's a preference for you and he'll be less likely to just, you know, be really shitty and upset. Yeah. And, like, wounded ego. Um, some actual sex advice for guys with smaller penises. It's all about the position. Yeah, get the legs out of the way. Get the legs up. You know, any, anyone who's, like, got any sort of, like, spatial awareness mm-hmm. understands that, like, if there's something in the way yeah. of you pushing forward, get them out of the way. Yeah. So, like, get the legs, like, up and over your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, or even, like, further if yeah, they're flexible. If, if they're flexible. And you're going to feel bigger. Yeah. Um, and that way, like the the hips aren't mm-hmm. stopping your hips from yeah. getting in. Like, ideally, what you should be trying to do is get your hips touching their ass. Yeah. Um, because that way, you're getting full. Um, like you're maximizing every yeah. inch. Just don't just lock and gyrate. No, I it's, mean, like, like you can. Also, the most sensitive parts of vagina are the first bits. So, like, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like you know. no woman in the world gets pumped about having their cervix fucking smashed. Yeah, in. you know what I mean. Like, that's not what anyone wants. Yeah. Um, so don't worry about fucking that. Um, also you got fucking hands, you got yeah. fingers, stimulate the clit. Exactly. Like if, if you were doing that, I don't think she would have like, you wouldn't have, she wouldn't have been there for you to talk to. Cause she'd be in her own little pleasure world and you wouldn't be, you'd be like, Hey, excuse me. Like, she'd be like, sorry, I'm too busy having fun. And you'd be like, well, does it matter? No. Cause it doesn't. Yeah. Also, but also like, it's just not the time or the place, man. Yeah. 
like, sure, be insecure. That's fine. We all are at a lot of different points about a lot of different things, especially your dick and especially sex. Like, we all go through that. But, like, you're putting her in a shit position. You're putting yourself in a shit position. And you've also just, no matter how well or whatever that sex was going, you've ruined it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's no coming back from that. Like, you don't you don't drop real talk in the middle of what should be real fun. But also, apparently, every time he came, he yelled, fucking bitch. <laughs> Which is... Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. No, seriously. That's terrifying I hope, for me, I hope though. he also just locks eyes when he does that. I mean, when I say I hope, I mean... I don't think he I, does, because she literally, I was like, every time, I was like, that's super weird. And she said, I don't think he knows he does it. <laughs> that's know. even scarier. I know. It's terrifying to me. How many times has she slept with this guy? Four. That was so, that's what makes me so sad. That's like the most recent time he's done that, though? Like, Oh, every did, time. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean the the small penis question. I think that happened first or second time. Wow. I know. It just makes me really sad because like this isn't the first time I've heard something like this. And it just makes me realize like the shit women have to go through because like of all the things to say. Like I know. But like it's really sad that like guys are so shit that this is just kind of like a okay, I'll put up with it I guess for a little bit. We'll see. Like I'm sorry women. Yeah. But yeah, just don't don't do that. Yeah, like, embrace your size and find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently you weren't that bad anyway, size-wise. So, like, you're, also, you're fine. If she slept with you again, like, problem solved. Like, mm, Not necessarily, because clearly problem wasn't solved because you never got better at sex. Mm, true. But obviously it's not a fucking deal-breaker, so just get better at sex. Speaking of shitty guys. Or shitty sex writing. Ooh, we got a doubleheader. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about shitty sex writing. Let me get, oh, let me get comfortable. You know what? Uh, I think this is the last one. Oh, we can find some more. Oh, I will I will find some more. Uh, I will say for reference, at least two of the ones I'm reading, including the one I'm about to read, are on the bestsellers list and, like, the most coveted books for Christmas. So what the fuck is going on in the publishing industry is all I can say. Um, also, why are we not writing erotica? Uh, let's do it. You're wasting your fucking time. Let's do it fantasy novels and sci-fi novels yeah we should definitely write a fucking erotic novel you know what if we get enough traction from people I know you're prepping that you motherfucker uh, if we get enough traction from people online we will write an erotica hell yeah we will yeah and we'll even you can pick the subject ooh mm. it'll be like improv and name the characters yeah it'll be like every give week. us a place <laughs> yeah every week you can uh, it'll be great okay you ready we'll start a tumblr Sure. We'll write a chapter every week. Yeah, with suggestions. Cool. Based on things that happen in the episode. Yeah. So this is uh, Killing Commendatore by Haruki Murakami. This is in the top bestsellers. Okay. Like, I saw this book. I saw hundreds of this book in Indigo when I was shopping for Christmas. Yeah. I almost bought it for you. Oh. You ready for this? Yep. Oh, no, hold on. <sighs> okay. My ejaculation was violent. God. <laughs> Well, we'll save the rest for next week. No, keep going. I'm almost there. My ejaculation was violent and repeated. Again and again, semen poured from me, overflowing her vagina, turning the sheet sticky. There was nothing I could do to make it stop. If it continued, I worried, I would be completely emptied out. Yuzu slept deeply through it all, without making a sound, her breathing even. Her sex, though, had contracted around mine, 
and would not let go, as if it had an unshakable will of its own, and was determined to wring every last drop from my body. What the fuck? It was fucking a sleeping woman? Apparently. It's fucked. I, I literally don't know, and I've read it a million times to try and figure out some other way of, like, interpreting it. No, this is 100% rape. Yeah. What the fuck? And this is in a novel, and this is meant to be sexy. He's like, oh, I'm worried I'll be emptied out. Worry about the fact that you're fucking raping someone, you piece of shit. Like, I don't know. I'm hoping it's a weird dream sequence or something that... I don't know. It's or there's, fucked. like, a, a part just before it where she's like hey I'm gonna fall asleep I'm gonna take all these sleeping pills and I want you to have sex with me or Yuzu is the roommate and her sex is her friend's name yeah that's probably it this I'm, I'm gonna go with that say because I can't live in a world where yeah. this is I wasn't even gonna read this one because it's fucking disgusting but <sighs> I figured it's the worst one for many reasons man I was gonna joke about coming and now i not but like, because you've reversed also rate. how much fucking come? overflowing her vagina again and again, violent and repeated, like, dude. I know, it started so well. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. I think that's the mole, though. And I'm sorry, because that was awful. So, yeah. you were going to say a thing. Uh, I was going to say, thanks for listening. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any questions, uh, much like the ones we answered today, or sexier, Ooh. dirtier dirtier questions like this, like, dirty 2019 you can uh, you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com you can reach out to us on twitter for the entire world to see Ooh. at fck underscore buddies or you can uh, join our facebook group you can find us at facebook.com slash fck buddies podcast thank you 2018 for having us and 2019 for recently accepting us Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities, and for their song, A Paper Stars. We, we did it. Yeah, well, guys, again, like, obviously it wasn't a full year, but 2018 was the first time, well, obviously we started this, and it's been, like, we didn't really know what was going to happen. Uh, I guess we still don't, but uh, it's been really great. Everyone who's been listening, like, I don't know if you know how much we appreciate it. It's a lot. Everyone who sent in questions, I don't know how much you know we appreciate it. It's a lot. Uh, just everyone. Uh, we really appreciate it. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying it as much as we are, because uh, you know it's a fun excuse to go hang out with Dane. Yeah. So if you I'm uh, done with that. if you need a resolution for this year, make it uh, turn on a couple people onto our podcast. Yeah, that would actually be really good. Because again, like we seem to have like a really strong core listenership, and if you're one of those people, you are the fucking best. We love you. Uh, like you again, you don't know how much. However, we need new people yeah. as well, right? We need their like. I feel like you guys know what's up. Yeah, and we need to get the unwashed, unwashed masses in here and and clean them up, scrub them down, and send them back into the world. Well, that is actually like one of the funny things is like all the people I know who listen are like very well adjusted, and I'm like, God damn it, we're yeah. not helping any of you people. Yeah, we don't need you. I mean, we do. <laughs> we do. We do. Please don't leave us. But you need to, and even if they're well adjusted, that's cool, because then you'll be able to share fun jokes about unclean buttholes and I don't know. Yeah, or we take the people who are well adjusted. Get them to fuck people who aren't. And then you get to teach those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like... 20 converting. STD. Ooh. Just passing it from one Ooh. sexual partner to another. Okay. Things yeah. got not sexy. All right. Speaking of not sexy, you know what time it is. It's time for Dan. What time is it, people? Dan time. What time is it, people? Dan time. When do we want it? <coughs> what? It was, it was a cough.
Why did that sound exactly like me coughing? I don't know. That was creepy. Oh, wait, which one was it? I don't know. Boy, this is this is a real drag, isn't it? <laughs> You're fucking... Dan says, If she stays loyal after the breakup, she's the one. True or false? What? True. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dan. Like, that doesn't even make... Just, no. Hey, Go guys, on. I don't want to brag, but... Oh, your boy's got some ice in his drink. That means I wasn't holding it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ice battle. I still got more. Oh, nope. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> My name is Dave Miller. Bye. He's Niles Space. Oh, Jesus. And we're your fuck buddies. <laughs>